When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, rugby league never sleeps. But when it does, it's with one eye open. It doesn't matter that it's December. It could, well, it may as well be Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Day. Rugby league will keep producing stories. What a day yesterday was. Um, Chaotic has been one word used today to describe what happened at the West Tigers. Welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile. We are here for... Bryden's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. And on that note, on a very big show today, the principal of Bryden's lawyers, the man we now have to call the former chair of the West Tigers, Lee Hadji Pentelis, will be on the program after 8 o'clock this morning, New South Wales time. Queensland listeners, if you want to stick around for that, you can get us on the SEN app. Lots of Tigers today. Lots of Tigers news we may as well call this... Do we call this the therapy room or not? James Magnuson, are Tigers fans in need of therapy today or not? What, what's, what's your thoughts? Good morning. Good morning, Vossi. Uh, I think the most common rhetoric I've seen from Tigers fans is one of relief and hope. So I don't think they need therapy. I just think we need to unpack maybe a timeline of what has happened. Um, it'll be awesome to hear from Lee this afternoon to maybe... Uh, sorry, later in the show to, to maybe hear a little bit more about the findings of the investigation because we haven't heard much or any real... I don't real... think he's seen it. I don't think he's seen it. That's the thing. I think he got... I think they got done. I think they got barbecued without even seeing it. That's okay. my information. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the shoes on the other foot for once, isn't it? Because there's been a few coaches, staff, mm. um, players who've been barbecued under the tenure themselves. So... Um, it'll be interesting to hear his opinions on it, uh, where things went wrong, some decisions that maybe he, well, regrets or uh, would have done differently. Um, so it's, it's some amazing access that we've got here right uh, on SEN with Lee Hadjipentalis today. Uh, we'll also hear from Channel 7 sports reporter and SEN's Jaleesa Rapp. She was at Tigers HQ yesterday. Um, will give us the journo's perspective of what went down. She's out of 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, there's also been drama <laughs> when you talk about upheaval in netball. Um, netball Australia CEO Kelly Ryan standing down from her role. We'll have netball great Liz Ellis joining us from 8.30. We did send out the invitation in advance too for Liz, which is a uh, netball gag. Not a strong one, but, um, <laughs> but a netball gag all the same. But it is about you today. We'd love to hear from you. Not not just Tigers fans' perspective. I want to hear what other fans see the Tigers as. Because my first reaction is if if you're thinking of signing with the Tigers, let's say, you know, you're Jerome Luai, Adam Fanua Blake and all that, I don't know whether yesterday helps. I I, I just feel like so big was the upheaval that uh, I don't, I just don't know. I, I just don't know whether they're, they're better placed today. But I throw it open. I throw it open to you, to you, to you, to you. one 11 70 
You can text in just any points around the Tigers, 0457 736 736. Do you think their problems are solved? I, I want to hear people on the open line. Someone's got to get up early doors, um, 7 past 6 in the morning, um, 7 past 5 in in uh, Queensland. What about 7 past... Is it 7 past 3 in Western Australia? <laughs> is that early? We want someone to come off the long run early and give an overview on the open line, one three hundred. 011170 the tigers are they are they are they moving forward now the detail in case you missed it, in case you lived in a cave yesterday um, so Shane Richardson's coming on board uh, let us say we did I did reach out to Shane Richardson he said uh, look I'd rather not come on the program this morning because he's having a press conference at 11 o'clock so we won't hear hear from Shane Richardson very good rugby league man no doubt about that ex new south wales premier Barry O'Farrell is uh, interim chair. Well, that's just ridiculous. Um, but anyway, he's got a six-month contract. I don't see how that Barry O'Farrell, a New South Wales Premier, who left in the circumstances that he did, would be put in there. Um, I, I, was he the only contender? I, I disagree with that uh, appointment. If we're just all about being squeaky clean and moving forward and all these things, well, no, Barry O'Farrell doesn't get a start um, with the Tigers, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, as Joel Kane. Uh, revealed yesterday, one board member um, appears to be <laughs> appears to be safe. Danny Stapleton, he's like um, Kate Winslet on the Titanic. He's he's survived. <laughs> That's a strange comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's got a you know the, the the ship's gone down, the band's gone, everyone's gone. But Danny Stapleton, who has links to the Balmain Tigers, he's the only board member to keep his position, and he'll be elected Balmain director in a new look board. James, you're a Bulldogs man, okay? Yeah. Um, and, and Bulldogs are a club that have Phil Gould. Lo- love him all, loathe him, strong. Yeah, you know, like he will, he will defend. He will go on the attack. He will, he will never have no comment. Um, he he will be there. Do the Tigers need that? In your opinion, Phil, they need to clone a Phil Gould type to. Uh, at that football club level to to deal with everything that they do? I think they've got a, a like-for-like in Shane Richardson, Bossy. Um, what he's done with the South Sydney Rabbitohs in the past, uh, I actually listened to some of um, his thoughts and ideas on the West Tigers on, on a podcast he did not that long ago. This was pre-getting uh, the job that he got yesterday. I think he's... He's a really strong appointment, even if it is in the interim, to, to steady the ship at the West Tigers. Um, I think when you, when you look at the club, Vossi, um, and this is a, a tale of caution, I think, for, for the Bulldogs and uh, what happened there last year. Things started to go wrong for this administration when they ousted Michael Maguire, in my opinion. And this is a tale as old as time. Players start saying it's too hard, the training's too hard, the regime's too hard, and the board, uh, the CEO, the the powers that be sided with the players in this situation. They ousted Michael Maguire. They brought in Tim Sheens. They brought in Tim Sheens to do the review, and then appointed him head coach. This is this is where things started to unravel for this current um, administration. Tim Sheens was then given three years, of which he served one. Benji's been brought in as the head coach of a club with no prior experience. Uh, it's been a shambles. It's been a shambles since 
well, if you want to go back far enough, it's been a shambles since 2012. Five different coaches haven't made the top eight. So the fact that this administration has remained there so long, regardless of how successful it's been as a business, off-field, sponsorship, the whole idea of a, a football club is to have success on the pitch. Um, I'm sure there would have been plenty of West Tigers fans who listened to our program yesterday who finished that show feeling very concerned because when the chairman of the club comes on and, you know, Lee's very successful as a businessman and seems like a lovely guy. So that's, that's all completely separate. When you come on after having just sacked your head coach and brought in um, a new head coach and you say, this next season is not going to be about wins and losses. It's just about effort. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, Sports not about effort. Sports about wins and losses. That's how, that's how you judge the success of of any sporting team. And I I listened to that and thought, oof, as a Tigers fans, that's really worrying. Have we just written off another season and said it's just about effort? How many seasons do we write off before we say we want to be a successful club on the field? Well, of course they, of course everyone involved with the club. And, and by the way, it needs to be pointed out. Justin Pascoe resigned. Okay, so he wasn't, he just saw you know, the board's gone and they're the ones that had, or I had their backing, so he, he stepped down, he's gone. Um, of course everyone wants to win. I suppose when you've come off two wooden spoons, I, I don't know. I mean, yes, you are looking for the the first stepping stone and, and effort would be it. Winning cures everything. Let, let's face yeah. it, winning, winning covers all sorts of things. You can apply it to cricket. You can have a batsman out of form, but if you're winning, you know, if you win the series, you, you know, your Dave Warner or whatever stays at the top of the order. You can fail every test, but you, if you're winning, winning covers things. Um, I just, I'll stand by this this thought that if you're negotiating with the Tigers, I am less likely to sign with a club today than I was yesterday. I, I just think the upheaval is so great that that I'd be moving on. I'd be going elsewhere. I'd be. I'd. I. I don't know. That, that's just. That's just my reaction to the enormity of yesterday. But you have your say. This is all about you. We want. We want opinion of Tigers fans, but love to hear from fans from other clubs, as you are, James, with the Bulldogs, and an overview. One three hundred, oh one eleven seventy. The open line number and the text line, zero four five seven. 736736. The, the sponsorship, Bryden's Lawyers. We'll have to talk to Lee about that um, to see if that will be ongoing uh, or whether he wants to make any statement on that. A different issue, I suppose. Separate issue to uh, what happened yesterday. The sponsorship of Bryden's who have done you know, so many good things across so many uh, clubs and organisations, you know, Police Rugby League and, and others. Um, so we'll we'll see where that stands. But uh, 14 and a half after six, just briefly, other sport. I was listening to Jimmy Smith and Doug Bollinger, very entertaining last night, SEN, um, coverage of the Big Bash League. But no weather dramas, no pitch dramas, but I tell you a drama, Sydney Thunder. Boy, they got the chase all wrong. Um, things were going along nicely. Um, you know, get, getting some decent runs. Only Davies looked good, 35 off 30, and then... The, the run chase for 152 just fell apart and they're all out for 131. Um, so we can talk about that SEN with coverage tonight of Melbourne Stars and the Perth Scorchers. You've got the football desk this morning, James. The Champions League. Plenty of Champions here. League on this morning, Vossi. Uh, a couple of big teams. Uh, most of those are kicking off at 7am, so we'll cross live to that football desk as that unravels. Oh.
All right. You know that story I gave you yesterday about Greek football? Yes. No, no fans are like, what about Turkey? What about this attack on the referee? And so Turkey now is um, pretty much um, all football has been suspended. <laughs> Soccer. Fair dinkum. The vision is absolutely disgusting. The club president of a Turkish club has been arrested after punching a referee following a top flight game on Monday. Uh, I, I won't even, well, do I give a crack at the name? Faruk Koka ran onto the pitch and struck the referee uh, Halil Umat Miller after his team conceded a 97th minute equaliser and a one all draw. I won't even say the team names. He goes out there and he punches the referee in the head, the club president. Seriously. Mate, take him out the back. First thing you've got to do is taser him in the face. That's the first thing. You take him down with the taser. And then, and then what's the next punishment? Let us know. 0457736736. What is wrong with people, James? It's sport. It's yeah. sport. The club president. Wild Tigers, you think you have problems? <laughs> this Turkish football club's got a club president out there punching on with a referee. Oh, boy, the world of sport. Rugby league is cooking the Tigers. It's all there. 16 and a half after six. Let's go straight to the open line. We'll let, we'll let Jordan of Campbelltown, a Tigers fan, open the batting this morning. Jordan, great to have your company. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? We're okay. James and I, just go for it. You've got the soapbox. Say anything you like in, in the wake of yesterday. Mate, honestly, for I think for most Tigers fans from um, a long-term, long-term point of view, yesterday was Christmas come early. We we have wanted change from these from these directors that we have no say in. Fans have no say on who runs this club, and you know the 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 great people on the West Tigers podcast from Steve, Gary, and Kelly who started this petition got more than what we bargained for with the with the results yesterday. And uh, me personally. I couldn't be happier. This is the kind of change this club needs. Are you happy, Jordan, with the appointment of Shane Richardson and Barry O'Farrell? Uh, I'm with Gus a little. Uh, I'm with uh, Bossy a little bit on uh, on Barry O'Farrell, but Shane Richardson, I I think that's a great appointment. Um, you know, just short of going with someone like Frank Panisi or Peter Parr, I think Shane Richardson is really up there for someone who has done this before. You know, with what he did at Penrith, the, you know, in 2003, and then with South Sydney leading up to 2014, I mm. think he he has the ability to put us in the right direction. We, we're going to have a footy-focused board instead of it just being a business-focused board for once. Jordan, can I throw a really... And we love that you, and you've come on and expressing opinion, and uh, we encourage others to be like Jordan and ring in on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What if the Tigers are... Um, and I hate to say it, and I certainly don't wish this, but what if the Tigers are, say, one and nine after ten rounds next year? What's going to happen? What, what's our open line going to be like? What's our text line? Will everyone still be happy? Oh, God, no. No, we won't no. be. We want results. As you said, win, winning, sure. winning changes everything. But the only difference will be is that we've got to give this new regime the time. Now, I hate saying that because I've been a member a long time. I've got three kids who have never seen their team play finals football. Um, yeah, sure. But <laughs> it's 
I think this is at least the, you, you you can't make excuses after this point. The board's changed, the coaches changed, the coaching mm. department has changed. New coach, new coach, new coach, yeah, new coach, yeah. This this is literally starting from the ground up and going again. The only pro, the, the only reason I believe this is great is because now with the new coach and now a new board, there is no excuse. Yeah, you, yeah, you good can't point. go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Benji was hamstrung by the old board and the same people who have who have seen yeah. the last twelve years of failure. There is literally no reason for there to be not success, at least in the very near future. Yeah, no, very, very point, very well made, Jordan. It's it really is the ultimate line in the sand. What the Tigers did yesterday, it was just boom. It's right across there. That was then. This is now. And, and I agree with you on Shane Richardson. I mean, runs are on the board. Yeah. Um, Good appointment, whatever club he goes to. Shane Richardson, a bit like Gus, in my opinion, needs to serve rugby league until the day they pass <laughs> because I think they've got so much to offer. Uh, Richo has so much to offer rugby league and the Tigers will be the beneficiaries of his expertise. Jordan, great call to start the day, mate. Really good. Um, express his opinion. Do you agree with Jordan? Tigers fans, come on and have your say. He says it was like Christmas. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the number. Some texts, James, before we take a break as well. Plenty coming in. Morning, fellas. I'm a long-time Magpie, now Tigers fan, ticketed member, uh, and I've renewed for 2024. Personally, I think a lot has been achieved financially, centre of excellence, pathways, etc. The only missing uh, piece is on-field success. But I'm optimistic that now that that is in place, uh, it'll bear fruit, says Michael. Very good text, Michael. Very, very good text. Uh, now from, is it Beardy McCoz? Beardy McCoz. I hope I've got your name right, Beardy. Uh, morning, boys. Tigers fans must be rejoicing. Long overdue, Lee and Justin were punted, both in charge of a decade of disaster. There you go. That's savage. Savage from Beardy McCoz. It's not sport, Fossey. It's a business and money. There you go. Just, just re- making the point to me, it's... It's not sport. It's business and money. Surely that's not in relation to the Turkish stuff. <laughs> no, they Surely tigers. that's not. You can't. <laughs> you can't say it's business and money when a, because that's why the club president would go out and punch the referee no, no, in the no. head. Uh, boys, what about Shane Richardson? Is he trying to get a run in every team in the comp? He's seen more clubs than a golf bag. Says Western Sydney Eagle. <laughs> More clubs and lucky grills. Uh, Vossi, here we go. Here's, some, here's an attack on me. Instead of just making negative statements about the West Tigers, why don't you give some reasons? You may have high regard for your own opinions, but listeners want some justification for your negative comments. Okay, again, I'll say it. Obviously, weren't listening. If I was a player that was in negotiation with the Tigers uh, going into the weekend, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be joining the Tigers. I'd be sitting back and saying, I just want to see how this plays out. And in that interim period, I'm joining someone else. I think the upheaval was so great that if I'm Jerome Luai, I'm saying, well, hang on, Bulldogs seem a little more stable than me. Gus talks the talk. Gus controls. I'd have to see how these new people are going to take over. Now, that's separate from the issue of my own personal opinion on Shane Richardson. I think a great appointment. But I'm just saying, if I was a player that at the moment was looking at signing, let's say I had the Bulldogs or the Tigers to sign with, after yesterday, I'm signing with the Bulldogs. Right now. Maybe in a year's time, I'm signing with the Tigers. Things might work out great. But very, very big. That's my, uh, if you want to call it negative comment, that's my overview. That's my opinion of... Do you, do you, think, the Tigers were, do you think the Tigers were on the right trajectory then? 
on the right trajectory. Obviously not. Yeah. Obviously not, but so big. I've been around football a long time. I've never seen, never witnessed, and that's why we've got so much about the Tigers today, such a huge shift. From, from And when you throw in the fact you have new coach as well, and you put it, James, rookie coach starting next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they've started a new club. Mm. Well, just like when a new club comes in, a lot of people don't sign with that new club, like the Dolphins, because they say, no, I want to wait and see. Cameron Munster, others, Kalen Ponga, all those who got linked with a new club. So if I'm a star player, I'm balking today at the Tigers. If I'm wrong, have your say. Uh, the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile. Welcome back to Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile this morning. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Uh, the Port Adelaide Dragon has a good question, Vossie. Uh, he says, morning team, any chance you could send the Holman Barnes group to Wollongong? Via Krogra for this weekend. <laughs> he wants to clean out Port as well. Adelaide Dragon. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 953's come back. Well, see, you didn't give any reason. You just made an assumption that this change will be unstable. No, I didn't say unstable. There is every reason to believe that this modernisation of governance will be stable. As most fans, uh, as most fans, like me, are saying. There we go. Well, that's just a bit, well, that's your opinion. Uh, and, and I'm saying, I tell you what, I hope the Tigers absolutely thrive. <laughs> I will say that, hand on heart. Gee, I hope they go well. Gee, I hope they go well. I mean, do I have a soft spot for the Tigers? Unashamedly, yes, I do have a soft spot for the Tigers. And I want them to go well because I've seen, even, even in their darkest days, I've seen kids in Tigers jerseys, as Jordan said, our very first caller. These kids haven't seen any success. Mm. So, you know, 10, 12, 12 years, 12 years since finals. Man, I want them to go well. So we do hear that. Uh, this one, today's show is brought to you by Brighton's Lawyers. Says it all. So there you go, saying that bias the opinion. No, remove, remove. Brighton's are going to be sponsor of the Tigers next year. I'll guarantee Lee Hadji-Pentelis will back that up when he comes on the program today. So that's totally separate issue. I'm talking in the football sense. And the only strong point I've made is around if I'm negotiating with the club, it's nothing to do. The, the, the chair could be Joe Bloggs and the chair went yesterday and all the board and all the rest. I'm just saying you're negotiating with a team that's come last anyway and now this happens, I wouldn't be signing. If you, if you sat same. down, you're Jerome Luai, and you mm. sat down last week for a meeting with Justin mm. Pascoe and Benji Marshall, yep. and this week you sit down with Shane Richardson and Benji Marshall, you're saying last week you would have been more confident to sign with the West Tigers sitting in front of Justin Pascoe than this week with Shane Richardson. Yep, yep. Okay. Just because so big. No, it's not. No, it's, you're, so you're putting individuals in. I'm talking about the whole story, the whole picture. So big is I'd want to wait back. I'd want to wait and see. I'd just say no. I'll go with, I'll go with the place where there is the stability. I'll go with the Bulldogs if I had a choice. Yeah. Bulldogs. Yeah, and Bulldogs aren't greatly any better than the Tigers on the ladder. But that, the that, that ladder. stability at the West Tigers at a board level was two back-to-back wooden spoons, yeah. no finals yeah. in the last 12 years, three finals in 24 years of existence. If that's the mm. stability that gets you to the club, I would say that's misplaced faith. Yeah, oh, no. Well, the, you've got to pay – Tigers had to pay overs in the first place yeah. to get you there, to get yeah. you to the table. You came there. You came there for money. 
<laughs> let's let's be honest. You first started talking to the Tigers for money. Mm. Um, if you're if you're a footy player. Uh, one more text before the news, and then a thousand more. Uh, morning, VNM. James, I agree largely with your assessment of the Tigers, but it started to go wrong when they sacked a coach before the season started. After he made some tough decisions on playing personnel, that coach was Jason Taylor. David of old Tim yeah. Gabby. There you go, going back to the uh, Jason Taylor days. We'll go to the news, then a thousand texts. 0457 736 736. Call the open line 1300 01 1170. Thanks, Vanessa. We're here for Bingley Better Living Every Day. Breakfast is also powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, Daniel says Benji Marshall has just Googled Joe Bloggs to see what position he plays. Thank you. I miss Jay. I miss Jay the Bookman. We've gone... I feel like I'm on... uh, You know, I'm going cold turkey three days without a Jay You must have some jokes for us. Well, I was thinking (laughs) a little tribe gym gag. Okay. um, yeah, good friend of mine. He's he's had no luck with the women lately. A bit of a dry spell, and anyway, he he teed up a date, and he's going to meet the girl down at um down at tribe tribe gym. Your gym, actually. <laughs> okay. I don't know whether you're aware of no, it. No, well, I said, yeah. oh, that's that's interesting. First date, gym, you know. So I had my doubts, and then she doesn't turn up, and I had to pull him into line and say, mate, it's quite obvious you weren't going to work out. <laughs> hey? Hey? I like that, That's good for yeah, me. So you very good. I got Gary of Newtown yeah. there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Back to the Tigers we go. 0457 on the text. Uh, get on the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Love the call of Jordan in the first hour. He, he, he made his points very strongly. Let's uh, rip into the text line right now. The Tazzy Toad says, I think the saddest story from the Tigers yesterday was not the resignation of Justin or Lee. It was the fact they got rid of Rick Shaw. You are a source of great joy to me, old chum. You will be missed. The Rick Shaw. The Rick Shaw. <laughs> the Rick Shaw. No, the Rick Shaw t- Tazzy Toad was burnt. Um, it, it just went to ashes much during the year. Yes, you are talking to the bloke who tipped the Tigers to make the eight this year. Yeah, wow, what was I thinking? Uh, Vossi, yes, you're saying my name correctly. Love your work. However, personally, think the West Tigers look much more attractive now they have swept the board out the door. By the way, not a Tigers fan. Beardy Mikos is not a Tigers fan, and he says thinks the Tigers are more attractive. Mm. Yeah, okay. All right, that, that's fine. See, I would have said the same about the Dolphins, Wayne Bennett, but you saw so many balk because they wanted to wait and see. I'm just trying to apply football, I don't know, logic to it, or football history to it. I, I, to me, it's like Tigers are a new club today. Yeah. New club. Yeah. Uh, Vossi, I think most of us Tigers fans would rather pass on signing any player in the NRL at the moment to see the board and CEO be moved on. Mm. Uh, this is a move in the right direction for the club with leadership like Shane Richardson coming, ho- uh, with Shane Richardson coming, hopefully sticking around long enough to bring some success to this club. Yeah, good good text. Um, because between the lines, as I understand it, Shane Richardson appointment, and we'll hear more at 11 o'clock this morning, and that um, press conference will take on SEN. Uh, Julian King in the chair this morning between uh, 9 and 12. Uh, they are, he's only on a six-month contract. Yeah. Are you aware of that? So he's, he's come to the table, uh, and with enormous experience, it is a six-month contract. The same goes for the interim chair. Um, I would think that Shane Richardson and the Tigers, how many years does he need? James, what's a reasonable amount of time to put your to put your imprimatur on a club? Man Three, that years. Three, Three years. Three years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Do you think Three Shane Richardson would have had any prior chats uh, before this review was done? Like, would, would he have got a call yesterday and said, 
hey, uh, by the way, do you want to be the CEO of the West Tigers? Surely there was some prior communication or sounding out of interest. Like even if he found out yesterday, that's a huge decision to make, right? To just on the spot say, yeah, okay, I'll take a six-month contract with the West Tigers. There, there must have been communication. Well, you'd like to think, You'd like to think that Shane Richardson had seen the review. I know that the outgoing board never got to see the review, but yeah. you'd like to think Shane got to see the uh, the uh, Crawford review. Lee Hedgie-Pentelis, by the way, coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, Jaleesa Rapps, Channel 7 SEN reporter, out of seven. She was there at HQ when it all happened. Uh, ben of Cronulla, here we go. Morning, boys. Tigers fans on about kids not seeing any success following Tigers. I'm nearly 38 and have to try and recall a grand final win when I was eight months old as a Parramatta fan. No trophy since the introduction of the $2 coin, <laughs> says Ben of Cronulla, who's a Parramatta fan. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, it's, it's many iPhone. Well, did we have mobile phones in 86? I don't think we did. Maybe. I don't, I don't think we even had a, Don't worry about an iPhone. No, I don't even think we had the bricks back in 86 when Parramatta last won the comp. He's talking about no, not since the $2 coin came in. I think pre-mobile phones, which is like before the, before the big fella. Mm. It's a long time ago. Yeah, great, great text, Ben. Well, Mick says there's teams that haven't won a comp since the last century. Probably lucky the focus is on the Tigers and not them. Uh, morning, boys. If Brighton's pulls their sponsorship, I'm sure Barry O'Farrell could get Penfolds on board. <laughs> the Grange. You'll yeah. never, he'll never live that down. Uh, I, as I said, I, I will will ask Lee directly. But my understanding is. Bryden's lawyers are signed on for next year. Bryden's lawyers will be the major sponsor of the West Tigers. Um, but we'll, we'll confirm that after 8 o'clock. Um, if I'm Jerome Luai, I'm much more likely to sign for Shane Richardson than Justin Pascoe. Watching Tales from Tiger Town was like a comedy. There you go. That is from uh, 090 on the text. Uh, Michael says, if you analyse the Tigers' last two seasons, they lost a lot of games by small margin. The glaring issue was a lack of a game-managing half. Call me uh, Pollyanna, but things may not be as bad as many think. A Pollyanna, yeah. Well, okay. So that's Brian Smith's point. Now, there's a bloke I do respect, Brian Smith. Um, what was the interview in the past 12 months where he said, from all his time in football, and he coached a lot of games, that sometimes you're not far off. You know what I mean? Like, you're not as far off as, as a 10-game losing streak may indicate. Um, little things in games and... When you're on a bad roll, and it's been a bad roll for a couple of years as wooden spooners, that little things can turn games. And maybe, yes, a dominant half. Maybe, yeah, does Jerome Luai, okay, hypothetical for you, James. If Jerome Luai was on deck with the Tigers this year, do they win Do they win 10 games? Do they win nine games? Have they, have they got a side around them that his little bit of um, star quality would, would get them home in some matches? Maybe. Potentially. Potentially. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. You've got Appy Coruscant. You've got, you got a nine sorted. If you had a Jerome Luai in the halves, you've got Jerome Bullock coming along nicely at fullback. Yep. They're, they're... Look, I think they've made signings for us. See, the thing that you keep hearing about West Tigers is how talented their juniors are. Um, I think, again, they've had success at SG Ball level, at Harold Matt's level. It's a tale as old as time for the West Tigers where, you know, they have all these great juniors come through. They had at the same time Tedesco, Moses, Woods, uh, Brooks, of those, none left at the club now. So... I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes from Tigers fans. Uh, hi, VNM. Definitely no mobile, no mobile phones in 86. 
But Max had a shoe phone and Dick Tracy a watch phone. Jeez, David, thank you. Yes, Maxwell Smart had the yes. shoe phone back all those days. Appreciate that. That's a good note to go to a break, catch our breath, come straight back. We're here for Kubota, for Bing Lee, 18 to 7 in New South Wales, 18 to 6 in Queensland. Ah, James, it's going to be quite a morning. This is my last show for the year too, so you've just got in time, Tigers. You've just got in time to have this. You thought you were going to have a nice, news. quiet day, kick the feet up. you got the Hawaiian shirt on today, the chest yeah. hair coming out the top. Please. But no, Top game seven. on. Um, you, you, I wonder how Kerry O'Keefe feels. That grab we ran from the hard-hitting interview we did with Charlie Goodson, was it, Julie? where Kerry O'Keefe was sarcastically saying, you know, you're talking about Adam Fanua Blake. It's the cricket season. It's <laughs> December. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> well, now we are we are one day away from the summer of Test cricket starting right here on yep. this year. Yep. Australia-Pakistan. And the whole board, our text line folks, if I pull back the curtain and show you how we work, we look at all the texts coming in, they're all to do with the Tigers. Yeah, there'd be 100 West Tigers texts right now. Do you think Kerry O'Keefe or Cricket Australia are on the phone to Mitch Johnson? Yeah. Mitch, could we just yeah. get maybe one more one, quote? Yeah, one more. <laughs> nice. What do you think of Andrew McDonald? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any beef? <laughs> yeah, something, something. <laughs> December 13 it is. Uh, let's try and break it up here with HP Robbo. Morning VMs. Uh, joke of the day. All right. Good. He's going to have a crack. Trying to break get things that up. Dump what's, ready. Yeah, get ready. Um, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's really heavy and one's a little lighter. And a zipper. <laughs> one really heavy, uh, one's a little lighter. Is little a zipper, lighter. A lighter. A zipper must be a yeah. You're lighter. talking well, to two it, non-smokers here. Well, so that's that a makes tough it one. enormously <laughs> funny, doesn't it? Uh, and HB Robbo says also my kids range from 24 to 30, and as Parramatta fans, they are yet to see ultimate success. Mm. Yes, Parramatta fans, um, feeling feeling left out today. <laughs> feeling left out. Hey, what about us? We haven't won a comp since '86. Help yeah. us. Yeah. Help us. Uh, Mark says, uh, Vossi, well may they say, God save the king, because nothing mm. will save the West Tigers. There we go. Poor old Tigers. That's quoting Goff Whitlam. Uh, now, this one. The board couldn't stick to a plan leaked to the media constantly, and you're stay, saying, stability, please, Vossi. Tiger Davo uh, fired up. Now, now I'm leaving. Yeah, look, I know people are going to say, look, uh, how'd you been tell us? Let's Bryden's lawyer's sponsor. No, leave that out of it. Um... I'm just saying that the real world, how it would be viewed right now, let's hope. Is it going to be instant fix for the Tigers? High hopes, but probably not. James, you're saying three years for Shane Richardson to put a real stamp and turn things around. Well, that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough time to turn things around, you know, mm. like uh, to sign players. It means you are going to have to pay overs. Remember... Remember South Sydney, you being a Bulldogs fan, when Roy Azatazi was the was the signing South's chase pursued, Russell Crowe had him over, but they paid massive overs. They had to, you know, in this day and age of the salary cap, how many players can you pay massive overs for if you really wanted instant success? I think how the secret for get? the West Tigers, Vossi, I, I think they've had a couple of big scalps over the last few years. When you look at Appy Corusau, they got Dave mm. Clemmer there. Has he... Lived up to expectations. Maybe not, but uh, Papali'i signed with the Tigers as well. They've got young Jareem Buller. Uh, they've brought on this year Aiden Caesar, um, Latu Fino, and his brother Samuel. I, I don't think it's a big scalp signing-wise that they need. I think mm. it's just they've got success at a youth level right now. Yeah, Give well, those players. Yeah. yeah. Tim Sheen said the group. 
he wasn't silly. He's, he's got a few runs on the board over the years. Yeah. Give those players time to come through, nurture them properly, give them the right pathways, but give the managers of those players the confidence to stay with the Tigers because that's what seems to happen. The Tigers seem to be this great breeding ground for NRL talent for other clubs. Mm, open-ended text here. Um, just a question. Uh, does this place greater print, a pressure on Benji now? There's a question for you. Uh, this one, like this text. I have a nine-year-old grandson who is a Tigers fan. He lives in the Penrith area, but he's rock solid with the Tigers. Favourite player, Jareen Buller. Well, the Tigers need plenty of ones like your grandson. Nine-year-old, rock solid with the Tigers. Pick and stick, tough times. Enjoy the four or five wins that you had a season and, uh, and, and get on them. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of young Tigers fans out there. Yeah. Yeah, very lo- they have a very loyal um, fan base. Uh, the Earl of Canterbury asks, uh, as far as Sydney teams go, uh, the NRL needs the Dogs, Eels and Tigers to be thriving. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, they've got huge supporter bases. It helps. Yeah, do they need? Probably no, but would they be better with? Yes. Probably yes. Uh, seven and a half minutes to seven, New South Wales. Seven and a half to six in Queensland. No one's, no one's talking about the netball. Uh, She's gone, the uh, CEO, Kelly mm. Ryan. We'll talk about that with Liz Ellis uh, later in the program. Upheaval Day, they should refer to as yesterday. James, let's get a few more texts in before the news, hey? Marty from 2111. wonder what postcode that is. Hey, boys, as a long-suffering Tigers fan, I'm glad to see the back of Pasco. As for Hadjipantalis, I'd like to see him be part of the club in some capacity. He's a smart cookie. However, in my opinion, until they bite the bullet and move to southwestern Sydney, Things will improve, but no success to follow. Enough of the gypsying around, and this is from a former Bowman fan. Yeah, two triple one. I think that's Ride. I think it's around Ride. Ride. So he's in the uh, bow, he's in the like the old Balmain Tigers catchment uh, yep. where Marty's come through. Interesting points. Thank you for that text. Um, Pedro the Rooster. How about we give Pedro the Rooster the last say for the hour? He says, "I'm really excited about the cricket." wonder if Dom Young will open the batting. Um, that's from Pedro. So he's got a bit mixed up there. Test cricket tomorrow here on SEN. It is Australia and Pakistan. The summer warms up. We've been getting tuned in with um, the Big Bash. Last night, Jimmy and Doug Bollinger calling all the action as the Brisbane Heat beat the Sydney Thunder. Uh, and then tonight we have the Melbourne Stars against the Perth Scorchers. I'll give you a story. Going to the 7 o'clock news. You know who's about to start training in one minute from now, James? Their first training session of the year, rugby league related. Have a think. Referees. Correct. The referees and touch judges are back on the paddock as of today, getting ready for next season. So good luck, men and women of the officials of the game. Uh, Geez, we have some fun with you blokes and ladies along the way, but uh, we respect the job you do. This is Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile. Ah, uh, this is Breakfast with Vossie and the Missile on a Wednesday morning. No such thing as hump day here at SEN. We're talking sport. We're talking Tigers this morning. And we're here on the Breakfast Show for Bryden's Lawyers. The best legal advice you can get. Lee Hadji-Pentelis will be on the program after 8 o'clock this morning. The ousted chair of the West Tigers and principal of Bryden's Lawyers. Jalisa Rapp's coming up. We're also going to cover the dramas at Netball no one better than uh, Liz Ellis to do that with. Legend of the sport, who had been part of a story more recently. Um, the What is it? The Liz Ellis Player of the Year, and she wasn't invited to the mm. awards, except on the day. Tough. It was a bit embarrassing. Um, but, yes, lots of Tigers news, wall-to-wall, um, James. Outside of that, 
Uh, as we mentioned, going to the news, the Test cricket starts tomorrow. Pakistan versus Australia. SEN full coverage. Uh, we have the football desk firing up now. Uh, James, you're just unpacking the desk. You're ready to go. And we'll keep everyone updated with Champions League action this morning, which includes uh, Arsenal in action. Uh, Man U v Bayern Munich will be big. Harry Kane playing up against uh, Man United this morning. And uh, Real Madrid and others playing this morning. So we'll keep you up to date with Champions League. Now, the overview on the Tigers situation as we recap. All changes. All, all gone. So board, chairman, uh, all bar one of the board, uh, Danny Stapleton from the Balmain Tigers. Uh, Justin Pascoe then uh, fell on his sword. Um, Benji stays. Of course, Benji has to just get on with things. He'd be coaching again today, I assume, unless it's the player's day off. Uh, things as normal with players. As an athlete, James, what effect does it have on, on the group when, you know, at official level? Do you think much mm. is said? I can't imagine... I can't imagine that there was much need to get together and, you know, the players brought together as a group and say this was happening, or, or would there be? Would there, would there be questions from the players? Would they just go about their job? What's your thoughts? Not a heap, Vossi. I went through multiple uh, administration changes at Swimming Australia during my time. There would have been at least a couple of boards, probably three different boards, uh, at least four different CEOs. What it does yeah. do, each time a new administration comes in, there is a slightly different feel, a different flavour to the way they do things, um, whether that be you know team meetings, uh, award nights, um, social functions, or bringing families uh, and friends into the fold. There's always a different feel to different administrations, but that probably won't come into effect for the West Tigers until after they come back from that Christmas break till that new administration has a chance to really, I guess, shake up um, what's going on there? Yeah, and the those that are coming into the fold, they are on six-month contracts in the key positions. Um, Shane Richardson on board for six months. Barry O'Farrell, who I think has had a stab at uh, the chair before, he's on in the interim role for six months. But Shane Richardson, probably from a yeah. um, from a football point of view and, and known to football fans, uh, they would be hoping that he sees enough in six months that he doesn't walk away. Wouldn't that be? Oh, wouldn't that be bad? That would be no, bad. No, seriously, wouldn't that be bad if he comes on board for six months and then goes, oh, I'm out, I'm yeah. gone. That's what I talk about, stability. Like, you know, this is, you've got replacements, but you've got six-month replacements at this point. Uh, Eddie makes the point on the text. Fossey, Shane Richardson, six months in an interim role. After that role is finished, it is open to be extended. Well, talk about last straw if you did it. But yeah. anyway, he's got a press conference this morning at 11 o'clock. And uh, we will uh, cover that right here on SEN. Um, so, remember the hypothetical? Was it you, James, who threw it up? Or was it Brandy? Might have been Brandy. I remember him. Greg Alexander used to work here. He's on his holidays. Now. He said, if you had the choice to sign and it was all the same money was offered, it was about this time last week, the Dragons, the Bulldogs or the Tigers, who would you sign with right now? Well, I'm most, biased, most answers came I'm back biased. dragons. Uh, came back bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, most came back. So, yeah, same question today. Okay, put it in the rankings: one, two, and three. Who do you who do you go with? My rankings wouldn't have changed from if you asked me that last week to this week. I would have gone bulldogs, dragons, tigers in that order, mm. um, just based off recent history. The, the tigers are back to back wooden spooners. Yeah, 
Yeah, all right. Well, that, that question's out there. Um, also in rugby league news, Steve has sort of, he's just come through like a little little shimmy of light. He's come through and texted us on something else. He says, is Corey, Alley sign, uh, Corey Allen signing by the Dragons goodbye? Well, Corey Allen, if he reproduced the form that he showed South Sydney a few years ago, is a great buy. But I don't see much of Corey Allen at the Roosters. Uh, Lieutenant Dan's with us, host of Tradies News in a nutshell, Roosters fanatic. Mm. Corey Allen, were you happy with his efforts this year for the Roosters? He didn't, say? didn't get much time, did he? He only played a handful no. of games. So no, no, and I, when he did, mm, and when he did, mm, what did you see? Uh, I thought he was okay. Do remember I did I did reveal once that I did have a dream that I interviewed Corey Allen on Traders News. So. Oh, tell us more. That's an interesting Yeah, it was story. a very yeah. intriguing yeah. Yeah, yeah, a dream, right. right. Yeah, fantastic. So yep. since, those, since that time at South Sydney where he achieved origin status, he's been Bulldogs and he's been Roosters and fair to say... World not, uh, no, hasn't exactly, no, you know, set the house on fire. No, so anyway, a, a handy signing if he plays and recaptures form of a number of years ago. Thank you for that. All right, nine minutes after seven, let's backtrack now, James, and piece together how this unfolded yesterday. Jaleesa Apps, Channel 7 reporter, SEN, part of the SEN family, is on the line. She was at Tigers HQ yesterday. Jaleesa, welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile. G'day, guys. How are you going? Good. Yeah, not much to talk about. Um, quite quiet morning. No, no. It's a very quiet December, isn't yeah. it? I wish Rugby League would give us more. Yes, that's what, yes. Never, ever, ever. When it sleeps, it's with one eye open. Now, Jaleesa, can you give us timeline? And I mean literally the time, how things unfolded yesterday. Well, I mean, from my perspective, the, the first we've sort of heard about this is uh, coming out at about, I think it was about three o'clock, was, uh, you know, that the entire board had been dismissed, the CEO was gone, and it was all felt very, uh, very sudden. And, um, you know, there was meant to be the meeting that night. So I think everyone was sort of expecting maybe, maybe something was going to happen that night or there would have or the, not not even necessarily the whole board and the and the CEO to be dismissed but uh yeah so I I mean I went out straight straight away to Tigers HQ to see if um if I could uh, get anything obviously Betty Elias spoke to everyone uh including us um but uh, the, at Tigers HQ um you know there was just really the players there was um the players sort of trickling out who obviously didn't want to speak um, they 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 seemed pretty oblivious to it though. It wasn't like they were not. I mean, obviously they knew what was going on, but it wasn't like they were all uh, sort of down. They just looked like they were just getting on the job. None of them wanted to speak, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, quite an extraordinary day uh, for the Tigers. And then obviously you saw all the reaction. Um, I don't think I've quite ever seen. I mean, just looking on Twitter and and things like that. I don't think I've ever quite seen the reaction like I did yesterday to something like this like I maybe it's like the people I follow or something like that but the the reaction was quite extraordinary I thought online. Jaleesa um, every time something's about to happen at the West Tigers the media seems to know before it's executed there's so many leaks at that club this time however did you have any idea that there was going to be seismic changes like what unfolded? Uh, look, I certainly didn't. I would have thought that maybe those changes would were maybe coming that night, if they were, if at all, if when they were having, you know, meant to have a, a board meeting. 
Um, but uh, I think, I, I mean, I think talking to a couple of other journos, I mean, obviously the journal who broke it and the journos who broke it, they, they were clearly onto it. But talking to another a couple of other journos too, they, they thought the same thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the leaks have obviously been a, a problem that they'll want to get rid of over the next sort of the new administration over the next few years because that's been really something that's been really hard as well as the performances on the field something that's been really hard to I imagine land a marquee player when you've got you know bits and, and your club's always in the media it's it's hard to put confidence in going there isn't it Julissa um have you or any of the media that you're aware uh, cited any of the um well we'll call it the uh, Crawford report the uh the independent review into the club's governance that was carried out by the former NRL Chief Financial Officer Tony Crawford and also businessman, I think it was Gary Barnier, was involved. Has anyone seen anything of a written kind? Uh, I mean, no, I haven't, to be honest. I haven't, but uh, we're, I mean, we're hearing that the, the, the recommendations were to start uh, afresh. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a... It, I think it's interesting... Um, that everyone is sort of like the reaction is sort of like this is finally the Tigers are going to go on and, and do all these great things. And certainly I think that perhaps like change was obviously needed, particularly for the fans um, sake. I think that something had to change there. Fans were getting so bitter at the club. Um, and I, you know, I understand how angry fans are, but, the celebratory nature of how everyone reacted to it, I, I thought was a little bit bizarre, and maybe it's me being a bit soft, but I'm never <laughs> overly like mm. celebrating when anyone loses their job. I just, you know, that's that's not a sign that the club's in a good place at the moment. And um, obviously, I think the people who were there, I don't necessarily. Like they obviously thought they were doing a good job at the time. Maybe it, maybe that wasn't the case, and maybe it was, you know, the club was clearly in a bit of disarray. But I don't think anyone went into those jobs. And there have been some good things we do have to remember. Like the financially, the club is really, really strong. And you know, they say winning solves everything. That if they would been winning, we wouldn't have been having these discussions or really even known these people were now I'm not saying that things didn't need to change so obviously fans were so bitter things were not getting better at the club but I'm surprised at how extreme the reaction actually has been they're very quick to announce Shane Richardson and Barry O'Farrell in interim roles was there any indication that those two had been sounded out for the job prior to this uh, I guess announcement but also prior to the investigation well, I mean, there must have been um, discussions uh, going on to have two, two such high-powered people as well. Like uh, Barry O'Farrell was there in uh, 2019. He was um, yeah. chair of the board before he um, did get uh, taken away because of work commitments to, of his own accord. But um, Shane Richardson, like, you, you really couldn't pick two more experienced people at those levels and those jobs to do... Um, 
the next six months. I mean, we know initially it's only six months, but uh, Shane Richardson's like overseeing two premierships. Like he knows exactly how football clubs need to run and and successful clubs need to run too. So, um, yeah, I, I I think that there that's a brilliant appointment of both of those. And if anyone's going to do something over the next six months, they're they're probably the best people for it. Well, well, Crawford and Richardson had a pretty close relationship previously, so that would have... Um, yeah. You'd like to think... I, I certainly hope that Mr. Crawford wasn't um, sharing information with others. It, as I said, it happened all very quickly. But anyway, the, the bottom line is they got a very good man in Shane Richardson. I'll reserve judgment on Barry O'Farrell, but now it's going to operate. And, and really, I think a lot of people tuned in there don't really care about the structure. But it's a chairman, and it's only a four-man board. O'Farrell is one of those. Then there's a representative of, mm. you know, of the Balmain Tigers, and that's how Denny Stapleton has stayed on. And I think the West's side of it, they're yet to announce who that member of that four-man board, which is going to be, because it's the Holman Barnes group, and all this technicality, they're up for re-election come March next year. They're seven you know, board of directors. So it's all very complicated, all that detail. Um, Jaleesa, the the Tigers play, as you say, yesterday, as I understand it, what was happening at Tigers was there was a lunch hosted by Lee, Justin Pascoe, for corporate partners, and they were watching the Tigers train. Is it right David Norfolk was late to training yesterday? Can I just ask a football question? Have you got that information that he was late to train? What, what is he up to? What's going on? Like... <laughs> He's paid paid by Uh, the club, and apparently he was uh, late. Is that right? I don't. I actually don't um, know whether that is correct because actually, when this was all um, when this was um, all unfolding yesterday, I was actually on a completely different story. (laughs) So uh, that's the little inclination I had. I was um, I was actually down with Caleb Clark at South. So um, right. I can tell you Caleb Clark was at South training. But, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I was around the Tigers training, so I can't tell you that. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's just part of it. James, David Norfolk, where, where's he stand today? What do you think? He's had a bit of a... Well, the reports that I saw of Vossi was uh, that the, the main supporter in his corner um, from having not been sacked already was uh, Lee Hadjipentalis. So we can probably ask Lee about that. Apparently he's... Quite close with David, a big fan of everything he's done at the club, but completely unprofessional. I reckon we'll see him dismissed over the next 24 hours. All right. Well, we'll uh, play it out. Jaleesa, thank you for your uh, positioning yesterday in terms of having to race from one story to the other and cover it all a huge day in the history of the West Tigers. No worries. Thank you. There you go, Jaleesa Apps from Channel 7 and SEN. Uh, question, boys, after it was recommended to get rid of the Tigers board, who makes that decision? I would have thought the board makes decisions. That's like when women got the vote. How'd they win that vote is his question. So the board, well, they have the, the, the Holman-Barnes group that led the review, not the board of the West Tigers. I think it's very complicated. Um, they, again, they're up for re-election. Like, they might have all fallen on their swords but not immediately yesterday as well you know they've 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 had the handover there's been some there that have been around this is the majority years. ownership of the the team right is yeah the yeah. seven i get I, I don't know whether it's worth going into the names and all that but people like rick wade who've been around for you know a hundred years dennis burgess he's been around for a long long time dave gilbert former new south wales and australian cricketer he's one of the seven on the um the holman barnes group so there's a, a julie romero was the lone 
uh, lady on the um, on the group. She's the deputy chair, and and Tony Andriccio is the chairman. So anyway, what happens to them? I don't know whether the majority are that fussed. But keep the texts coming and the calls coming right here. This is where we talk sport, and the Tigers is a big story. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the number. Uh, you can text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. As we go to a break, a really big question for all of you working on the show today, because I'm not sure we were sort of hijacked this morning in the production meeting around the Tigers and what we were doing. Is the birthday game back today? <laughs> it's okay. James, we're you know? the thumbs up. Is yeah. it back? Yeah, it's back. Seven forty-five. Is it seven forty-five? What do we got to give away, James? A thousand dollar. No, sorry, hundred dollar Gazman voucher. <laughs> I just look here. It's your last day, Vossie. Maybe I'll yeah, ask thousand. Chuck if we can bump it up. No, hundred dollar, hundred dollar Gasman yeah. voucher. Perfect time of the year. Uh, get your dad, boyfriend, brother, son something from Gasman for Christmas. Nice ad. Nice ad. Uh, this is breakfast with Vossie and the missile on the home of sport, SEN, and the home of Test cricket. Again tomorrow, first Test starting between Australia and Pakistan. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. All right, this is lined up nicely, Vossie. We have loyal. And long-suffering West Tigers fan, maybe potentially a new board member. Hemi Goodman yeah. joins us live. Is there a market on that, Hemi? Hemi for chair? Chairman in waiting. Well, look, no, mar- no, no market on me to be the chair at the moment. Uh, although I did I did take the Instagram yesterday just to canvas uh, the opinion of the pundits out there. Just see if they thought my credentials stacked up uh, to take on one of the top jobs and I'll be honest, it was an overwhelmingly positive response. Just the one negative response so far, that came from Simone Voss Luxury. Any inside mail what I might have done to upset the social media manager, manager down there, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. well, I, I just put in the uh, comment. I, you asked a question and I gave two letters back, an N and an O. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Well, I just, you know. just passing commentary, you know, down in the warehouse. So just... You you threw it out there. I just looked at you, Blakes, and thought, nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose, look, I suppose we live in a democracy uh, at the moment, but if I do take over down at Tiger Town, it'll be Kim Jong Goodman down there, let me tell you. Be, uh, <laughs> 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 uh... that's, that's not bad. I might change that. Oh, yes, then. I'd like to see that unfold. <laughs> Hemi, well, uh... old, old Lee. What's the song from Team America? Yeah, Ron <laughs> Rory. <laughs> Good. Good Amy, uh, we've been enjoying uh, England's form uh, in the one-day series over there in the West Indies. Yep. Uh, are we expecting that to continue against the West Indies in the T20 series? Missile, it's, it's just it's one, been one of those things that just brought the nation together, hasn't it? England <laughs> suffering in their jocks over the past three months or so. They lost the one-day series 2-1. The T20s kick off at 9 a.m. this morning. Bit of value for the West Indies, two dollars fifteen. England somehow, despite all their recent terrible form, a dollar seventy-seven. Um, if you are looking for another little bit of value here, Shy Hope. He was the player of the series in the one days. You're getting six bucks. Shy Hope, top Windies run scorer as well today. So he's hoping we can uh, we can keep piling on the pain for the Poms at nine o'clock this morning. Uh, more cricket tonight. Big Bash continues. Yes, it does. Stars versus Scorchers. Mismatch here, Missile. We've got the favourites to win the comp against the favourites to win the spoon. So very hard to look past the Scorchers, $1.48. Uh, the Stars seem a bit short for me, $2.66. The Scorchers have won their last 12 games in Victoria as well, so they do travel uh, very well. If you're looking for something to cling to for the Stars fans out there, 
Hilton Cartwright, he plays against, I suppose you'd say, his native state in the Scorchers. Uh, he topped the run scoring the other day for the Stars as well. 5.75, Hilton Cartwright, uh, top run cool. scorer for the Stars. But I think it's going to be slim pickings for them uh, this evening. Yeah, we've had some good mail from uh, the sports bet team this week. I suppose Nick Ashman would have been uh, shouting out his tipping as uh, 7-1 to one winners at Tuncurry the other day as well. Yes, I've just uh, to be honest with you, I've, I've muted Nick and I've got I've sent his uh, sent his email straight to Junk, but um, I'm sure he's had a, another great week. Can we get a, a market update, Hemi, maybe on West Tigers 2024 premiers? Ooh, or was there any change? Yeah, wooden, any wooden spoon yesterday? even? Good question, Junk. Yeah, good no, question. it's a good. That's a fantastic question. Just <laughs> let me you know, see if I can find it. Uh, all right, so to win to win the comp, Tigers still hundred to one shots. But uh, yep. I think that's great. But we haven't got a market here for them to make the top 16, but that's my bet next year. I, I really do think <laughs> we're going to put together a squad that can challenge for that top 16. So uh, watch this space. We yeah. are we're, we're the joint $3.40 favourites as well for the spoon, but that won't be happening. That'll be going to the Dragons, uh, who are on the same price there. Oh, steady on, King Jung. Um, Kim Jung. Uh, Hammy Goodman, very entertaining segment as always. So again, if you are making an unofficial pitch to Tigers fans, this is your platform. Um, if, if there was a, a serious vote, Hammy Goodman or Kim Jung Goodman to run the Tigers, what would you say to the, the flock at the moment, to the Tigers fans? What's your pitch? I'd say, I'd say let's go. Uh, and one step at a time, it's a simple message from me. Um, top 16 in 2024, it's as simple as that. If, you, if that's the path you want to get, get on board, uh, then, then come and join me. Simple written as that. Spoken, written and spoken by Hemi Goodman, uh, operating on behalf, on, well, not on behalf of Sportsbet. Uh, Sportsbet, he's uh, operating independently yeah, of Sportsbet. Yeah. They do not. They are not behind uh, those previous comments. But Hemi, thank you for the pitch. We'll see what the, uh, what the people think. Sounds good, boys. I'll chat to you tomorrow. Top 16, Hemi Goodman from Sportsbet. All the prices and test cricket starting tomorrow. We'll talk more about that before play starts. And SEN with full coverage of the test from midday tomorrow. It is Australia and Pakistan, test one of the summer. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Vanessa. We're here for Bing Lee, better living every day. Breakfast is also powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, still plenty more to come, Vossi. Lee Hadjipantalis, everyone's hanging out for this chat. That'll be at 8 a.m. And Liz Ellis, was this just lucky timing? So she comes on the show the day after the CEO of Netball Australia steps down, maybe yeah. jumps before pushed. Um, I've had a bit of luck today. Bit of luck for my last day. My last day for the year. Um, yes, yeah, so Lee had you pinned us out of eight. Liz Ellis coming up at 8.30. The birthday game at 7.45, I'm told. Um, and some great texts coming in. They've responded to Hemi Goodman. He's spoken. Uh, here's a vote. I'd like to see Hemi and Piers Morgan on the Tigers board. That's a bit out of left field. Happy Wellness Wednesday, VM. Benji has the full support of the board. That's from the Brisbane Eel. As, <laughs> as if the Brisbane Eel cares. Yeah. As if the Brisbane Eel cares. This one, it's official. The Tigers are a basket case full stop. Even divine intervention by the Pope couldn't help them. What if they get the Pope? We should tweet the Pope, see what he thinks about yesterday's announcement. Don't think he cares either. Well, the Vatican. See, um, plenty of other sport going on around Australia. Obviously, the Heat defeat the Thunder in Canberra overnight in the Big Bash. Uh, this is a big story that will probably develop throughout the day, but um, interesting to get your thoughts on this. Usman Khawaja 
is set to have a pro-Palestine message on his shoes during the first test in Perth. Uh, he is planning to wear shoes during the Perth test against Pakistan on Thursday that are emblazoned with slogans supporting Palestinians caught in the fighting in Gaza. Uh, he wore the shoes which read, freedom is a human right and all lives are equal at the team's main training session yesterday. Uh, Getty Images have published a photo of Khawaja wearing those. Uh, he's confirmed to the Sydney Morning Herald that he intends to wear them on the first day of test play. Interesting one, I suppose, because you couldn't do it on your, um, I assume you can't do it on your shirt. You can't carry the message on the shirt with the sponsors and all the rest. And he, he, what does he say? Well, I, I own my feet, so I'll put it on my shoes. must be the only part of the apparel that he could have it on because, you know, surely you'd put it, there'd be somewhere where it could be seen more widely. Was that... No, well, it was... it's 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 uniform, Vossi. For example, in swimming, we weren't allowed to have any other sponsors messaging anything on caps, goggles, swimmers. Mm. It's all team uniform, including yeah. including when we walk out in a tracksuit, shoes, all of that. Nothing on any item of team uniform. So it's Maybe these it's messages because... are divisive, right? They're, yeah. they're, they are divisive yeah. in sport. Yep. Um, we're the Australian cricket team. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, divisive, I would say. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's because it's December 14, I know I'm, and it's my last show for the year, I'm just moving on from it, that it's not going to cause much of a, a, a ripple with me. But um, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I'll, I'll reserve judgment. Let me just pursue the photo um, and... Uh, and, and I'll have a good think about that. Listeners, um, uh, 0457736736. like to get your thoughts on... You know, pro-Palestinian messaging on Usman Khawaja's shoes. For, against, don't care. Uh, yeah. Just something to give us a little bit of uh, variety in this morning's show. Well, I see we've been pretty heavy on the West Tigers. Lee Hadjabentel is still to come, obviously. I have, uh, we've noticed that. Yeah. Plenty just, of... Well, you were just lighten things up a bit. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, no it's, a, it's definitely a story. And people, I think, will be... Um, I think it will go three ways. I really do. It yeah. will be those vehemently opposed, those in support, and those who just don't care. Mm. And I think it could be a split vote across those three. But we'll find out. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736 736. Mike's got an interesting text here, uh, James. I want you to react to this from Mike. He says, in my opinion, if Pat Carrigan doesn't illegally snap Jackson Hastings' ankle... This is the year before last. The yep. Tigers don't get the spoon in 2022. Yeah. And Madge is still our coach. And yep. Hastings, our halfback. Yeah. That's how fickle this game can be. Mike's, Mike's putting together a few puzzle pieces there and saying things could have been different, which is sort of Brian Smith's point, that sometimes you're not that far yeah. off. Things, yeah, yeah, little yeah. things happen. I would have loved to have seen. So I think that the Tigers were on a decent trajectory. I know they got the wooden spoon that year, but... There was a number of performances that season with Maguire at the helm, Hastings at halfback. I would have liked to have seen a sprinkling of that new talent come in under Michael Maguire. I, I really think that's that's the glaring mistake that was made, bringing Tim Sheens in to review that setup and then yep. appointing himself head coach. Um, Michael Maguire now has gone on to lead Australia to uh, lead New Zealand to a, a record victory over Australia. He's now been named the New South Wales head coach. You, you just look back at it and go, ah, was was it right to back the players over the coach when they said that the regime was too hard? 
Yeah, we've got lots of questions. We have asked. We've thrown a lot of questions out there. Nick's come on board. He says, morning, gents. I can't stand the Tigers. But, but, but the appointment of Richardson is a huge moment for the club. Look at the success he brought to Souths and how the place hasn't been the same since he left. If they're smart, which historically suggests they're not, they will sign him long term, says Nick. So he's given an honest, he doesn't, he hates the Tigers, but he's still given them... So that's, that's a that's an uncommon rhetoric, isn't it? I don't know a lot of people that hate the Tigers. Most of us want to see them be successful. So, uh, hey boys, massive Tigers fan here. It looks like there was a bit of talk yesterday through social media about a rise in Tigers memberships after the announcement of the board. Any way we can find out if this is true? Go the Tigers, says Fainty from Newcastle. Uh, this one on the review, Vossi. You know the review at the West Tigers was independent and objective when the major sponsor was not given preferential treatment. Well, no. Well, I don't think the spon- a sponsor at a club would be part of a review. Or may- maybe they would. I don't know. I don't Look, I've never been part of the review. I suppose, are you entitled to speak to everyone, every stakeholder? Then I'd suppose, yeah, yeah, you probably are. But none of the board or the chairman were part of that review. Seems a, a tad odd, tad odd, that they wouldn't be, at least get their uh, thoughts down in uh, writing. Um, Berkeley Eagle, A&M. So refs start training today. One hour of counting to five, one hour of flag waving, two hours of whistle blowing. <laughs> yes, the uh, referee starting training. Thankly, thank you, uh, Berkeley Eagle. A lovely December 14 jab at our officials. Nicely. Um, what if their eyes are painted on? It'd be interesting. Who does that? <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. Good luck. We, I, I meant it sincerely. Before seven o'clock, they started training at seven. So that's our officials full time back in training, getting ready for next season. It won't be fitness that holds them up um, if they have any dramas throughout the course of the year. Now, the birthday game's on. James, what's that prize again? $100 from Gazman. Nice. Nice. Got a question? All right. Get two contestants on today. So what we're going to do, we're going to ask the callers a question. First two to call in with the correct answer will go into the birthday game and play off for that $100 Gazman voucher. The question today... When was the last time the Tigers made the finals? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. When was the last time the Tigers made the finals? Okay, that's the question. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to play the birthday game with that uh, Gazman. 100, not $1,000, 100 voucher to give away on breakfast with Vossi and the missile on SEN. Uh, there we go. Joel on the text says, sorry, Vossi, if you're not signing today for the Tigers, you wouldn't have even been negotiating with a basket case. Paramount fan, and I'm happy if that's the last leak story from the Tigers uh, would be the first sign of improvement. Cheers, Jolie. So there you go. Some Parramatta fans have also been flushed out of the woodwork today to have their say. James, uh, guests to come. Lee Hedgie Pentelis out of eight. Liz Ellis out of 8.30. So we're talking froth and bubble in the final hour of the program. But right now, every program needs a little bit of light and shade, James. I think first yeah. rule of radio, you know, you need light and shade. So we asked for two contestants to come on board. What was your question you asked again about the Tigers? Uh, when was the last time the Tigers made the finals? Okay, and the answer was? 2011. Yeah, tough, tough. And we've got two uh, callers that came through rather quickly. And would you believe, Sid of St. Clair is there. And the, the number one hack from Oyster Bay. In with <laughs> a crack of winning the birthday game that has its own intro. It's time for the birthday game on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy.
All right, Vossi, we've got the rules up today. So here's the birthday game rules. We're going to yep. give three birthdays. Uh, they have to guess how old they're turning today. If you're two years off, you get one point. Right. If you're correct, you get three points. Right. Big one first up today, Vossi, can I just say. I'm hoping one of our two competitors get this one. Taylor yep. Swift's birthday today. All right, let's go to... Number one golfer in Oyster Bay first. Taylor Swift, how old does Taylor turn today? 33. 33. And Sid from St. Clair, how old do you think Taylor Swift turns today? Uh, we'll go 33. 33. 33. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice play. Yeah, nice play. Uh, Taylor Swift is 34 today, so both uh, number one golfer and Sid one point. Oh, for being within stuff. two years, yeah. Can I just get Can I just get a bit personal? We know all about the hack, uh, but Sid of St. Clair, how are you going, mate? Uh, uh, the excitement level to be one of the first two callers for the competition, how do you feel? Yeah, not bad, man. It's actually my birthday as well. Okay. Get out of town. Okay, let's... Yeah, uh, mate, James, yeah. I'll throw it at James. How old do you reckon Sid is? This is for a million-dollar prize. How old's uh, Sid of St. Clair, James? Sid is 48. 48. How old are you today, Sid? Missile, mate, that's a big insult. I'm 33 today. <laughs> 33 you you sound so wise, Sid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Uh, All right, well, there'll be no bias. It doesn't mean that you're any better chance of winning the competition, but there you go. You would have liked to have think that maybe sometime in your life you've looked up who was born on my birthday. James, question number two, what yeah. have you got? Uh, another big name, Vossi, Jamie Fox. Uh, I'll go to Sid first this time so he doesn't copy... Number one golfer's answer. Sid, uh, how old is Jamie Foxx today? Uh, let's go Jamie Foxx. 66. All right. And uh, number one golfer, how old do you think Jamie Foxx is today? Uh, 56. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. What's going this, on here? This What's is going the on greatest here? rorted competition. <laughs> I have ever, right. ever known. Jamie Foxx is 56 today, Bossy. He's 56 so, yeah. today, right. Yeah, We're go. on uh, equal points, four points both uh, going into our third celebrity. It is Jamal Fogarty, uh, number one celebrity. golfer, Jamal Fogarty. How old is he today? <laughs> Canberra halfback. Uh, 32. And Sid? How old is Jamal Fogarty? Probably. Uh, Go. We'll go 30. <laughs> we'll go 30. <laughs> All right. Well, James, what do you got? Jamal Fogarty is 30 years old today. Oh, look at that. That means Sid, Sid wins because um, number one golfer went with uh, gets a point. What was the final point. point score? He gets five. Point. Seven, five. Seven, seven, five. five. Yeah, wow. which is actually very high scoring for this birthday game, Bossy. Yeah, no, that's, that's a high quality field. So we went from Taylor Swift to Jamie Foxx to Jamal Fogarty. And our tiebreaker, if needed, was going to be James, uh, James Tamo. Uh, Sid, your birthday just got a whole lot better. You've won a $100 voucher from Gazman. How do you feel? Uh, thanks, Bossy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, really happy. It's a lovely, lovely message. Thanks, bra. Uh And number one golfer, um, mate, how's your life been, mate? You just copped a massive defeat. That's like four putting the last. I think he's already gone, is he? Yeah. He has, he's got his five putt at the last and he's just walked off and threw his putter into the dam. Um, so there you have it, the birthday game, another stunning addition. And thanks to Gazman for the prize. And well done, Sid of St. Clair, who's, uh, what did he say he was, 48 today?
Although you said he was 48. 33. Today. 33. Thank you. Uh, it is my last hour for the year on SEN, but of course, SEN just keeps on going and going and going. We're the home of Test Cricket. Starting tomorrow, Australia and Pakistan. A big bash again tonight. Melbourne Stars and the Scorchers. And, of course, we're here at Breakfast. Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile James Magnuson. For Bryden's lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness, contact the good people at Bryden's lawyers. We have Lee Hedgie Pentelis coming up very shortly. Um, we have Liz Ellis this hour as well. Um, we'll discuss the resignation of Kelly Ryan as Netball Australia CEO. Hasn't quite got the uh, reaction that the West uh, Tigers have. The SEN audience <laughs> that the Tigers have. No. Yeah, to get a text on the netball, they've sort mm. of said, Kelly who? Um, she's out the door, but there we go. Tigers fans having their say. Elliot James has called in from Bathurst. Let's start the hour with a caller, Elliot from Bathurst. Morning, Elliot. You're a Tigers fan? Uh, mate, I'm actually a Rabbitohs fan. But ah. I'm a Tigers fan in that the NRL needs the Tigers. Yep, we're with you. So what do you reckon about what's unfolded over the last 24 hours? Oh, mate, I think it's great script writing. You know, this is... Uh, I was just just warming up to Big Bash. I was. I almost forgot NRL existed. And then, boom, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, brah. That's it, brah. We're, we're talking league. December 14, Kerry O'Keefe. Yep, mate. He's not I, happy. This is... He's not happy. This December is 13. Is it not the 14? It's 13. There you go. December 13. Well, tomorrow will be the 14th. This, of this, is, the, this is the best uh, Game of Thrones uh, power play in the NRL <laughs> since the days of the Dragons, Slice, Price, and Oust, Doust. <laughs> and I've got to say, I'm here for it. Okay. You love... See, there, there you go. We could joke. Lee's a good fella. I mean, he, he can cop a joke, but nothing rhymes with Hadji Pentelis, whereas Pasco rhymed with fiasco. Yeah, the so Pasco fiasco. Doused was, was oust. Yeah. Yeah. Price diced. So, yes, there you go. Uh, Elliot, as for the Rabbitohs, are you happy where they stand? Like, missed the finals this year. What's, do you want to talk a little bit of rugby league now, or you'd rather keep your powder dry until February next year? Uh, I'm interested to see uh, how Whiten goes. Uh, uh, roving centre, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually in Canberra yesterday for my sister's birthday, and I was uh, at the Elemental Cafe. Shout out to the Elemental Cafe. Good well, coffee, a... better smoothie. Oh, this is a... What's this? <laughs> you just dropped it. You're in Canberra yesterday, sister's birthday. Drop the name of the cafe. Wow. Only yeah, because should... the Raiders were in there and old oh. Sticky Ricky walked in. As he was coming in, I said, Ricky, how's, how's Whiten going to go at the Bunnies, you reckon? And he said, uh, who cares now? <laughs> <laughs> that is the right On attitude, the Ricky. <laughs> On the spot reporting, Elliot. Very nicely done. You should have your own show. Please call us a little more. Are you in Bathurst at the moment or you've made your way home from Canberra? What's happening? I'm sitting at... Uh, Goulburn McDonald's, the first one on the way back. Yeah. It's yeah. Goulburn, the, Goulburn, a classic town of two McDonald's fame. Same as that. Yeah. So you're opposite the... Ju- so hang on. Now you're coming back... Sorry, you're coming back from Canberra. So you're up at the McDonald's up the uh, Big Marino end, not the jail end. Is that what you're saying? Correct, mate. I've just driven past the Big Marino. It's still there. Yeah. On the other side of the road. It swapped sides of the road. Incredibly. They moved the big Marino to the other side. Have you, have you gone to Trapper's uh, Bakehouse there? That's very good. That is good. 
That is good. Uh, mate, yeah, mate, I actually drove past it, but I was looking for a drive-through option. I couldn't see that at Traffords. <laughs> no, but do a U-turn. Yeah, you'll regret being there. And Jared Croker once told me, so driving south to north, only eat on the left-hand side of the main street except for crust pizza because his crust pizza joint's down on the right-hand side down the jail end of the road. It's been fascinating talking to you, Elliot. We've got to get Elliot back on, Voss. He's a man of many talents. And, mate, boys, if you could just ask Lee Hadjib and Talis one thing, Mm. they they could build the the, uh, Roselle Interchange in in the same time that the Balmain Leagues Club has been closed. When are we opening that? I need to get on the pokies. Right. Great shout. Great shout. That's it. Gamble responsibly. Thank you, Elliot, for the call. The uh, the eyesore that is the Balmain so, Leagues Club. So is Elliot going to drive from Bathurst to, to Victoria Road to play the pokies at Balmain yeah. Leagues? They have a slap. They yeah, have a special a slap. I'm Victoria a big fan Road of Elliot. We've got to get him back more. No, uh, good, good value. Good value gives the what it was the Elemental Cafe a run. He's, he's had a truck with uh, Golden McDonald's. Yeah, he's got an answer out of him. Golden McDonald's. There are two two McDonald's in Golden. How many country towns have two McDonald's? Would there be a lot? Three in Port Macquarie. Dead set. Wow, Three. Oh, you've just trumped us all. Uh, end of conversation. <laughs> Boom. Uh, you win that one. All right, let's get serious again. And and by the way, lots of people reacting to the birthday game. That's absolute rort. They were cheating for sure. Googling, causing, pausing, yeah. plenty during the birthday game. Google won. Yes, we did observe that. Charlie's got a lot of work. He's going to have to go away um, tonight and review how he structures uh, the birthday game. It's an absolute farce. All right. Now, from the Tigers, Lee Hadji Pintelis has always been open with us. Yes, um, Brighton's lawyers are sponsors of SEN, but plenty of times we've talked about life at the Tigers. And yesterday was a tumultuous day. And uh, we put the call into Lee. Would you want to talk? He said, of course I will. And Lee has uh, come on the line this morning. Lee, welcome again to the program. It's a double act this week. Um, it is the most obvious question in sport to ask, but how do you feel today? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I didn't think we'd be catching up again so soon. Uh, no, look, I'm fine. I, um, I caught up with Justin last night. We had a few beers and it was an enjoyable evening and Slept like a baby. I spoke to Chamus and Brett Reed yesterday and got a lot off my chest. And today I feel fine. It's uh, We've closed this chapter and we move on. Okay. Um, first and foremost, how did you receive the news that you were no longer the chair, that the, the, the whole board had been wiped? With, with Well, as it turns out, with the exception of Denny Stapleton from the Balmain Tigers. Well, but yeah, that's a bit interesting in itself. Uh, now at about 2.20pm yesterday afternoon, I received a phone call from Danny, uh, who is the chairman of the Balmain Tigers and also a fellow director, or was a fellow director. Uh, he was with Tony Andriacchio, the chair of uh, the Holman Barnes Group, who was also a fellow director. Uh, and they rang to let me know that the shareholders, uh, all three, Balmain, Holman Barnes and West Magpies, uh, had accepted the recommendations of the review. Uh, which included the dismissal of the entire board effective immediately, uh, the constitution of an interim board, uh, the appointment of an interim chair and CEO, uh, and that uh, it would be reviewed again in six months' time to take effect immediately, and there would be uh, an immediate review and consequential consideration of Justin's position as well. So that's how it came to my attention. We spoke to you yesterday morning, Lee, and I got the sense that you potentially didn't see this coming. Was there any hint at um, these findings prior to you getting that call? 
Uh, look, Jake, you, you, you've, you've got to consider you know, the, the quality of the people involved. I was at the Balmain Christmas party dinner uh, on the Saturday night and received numerous assurances of support. Well, that lasted 48 hours because apparently there was a shareholders meeting on Monday night and the shareholders adopted the recommendations of the review. Now, this review has never been shown to us. We haven't seen the report. We haven't seen the recommendations. We were told that we were going to be given the report and an opportunity to respond to it. So we're just misled there. Now, obviously, what happened was, as I understand it from speaking to Brent Reid, is that the outcome of the shareholders meeting on Monday night was leaked to Carianas. And given these people, of course, none of this is a surprise. And so they hit the panic stations yesterday, frantic phone calls being made, forcing an outcome much earlier than what they had expected. Now, I am told that we will never see the report. And, of course, I've got no entitlement to it now, uh, given that I'm no longer chair on the board. So be it. Uh, we move on. But the manner in which it was done by shareholders, these are people who sit as directors of the shareholders, but also sit as directors on the West Tigers board. So I chair a board with these people who sit there having a fiduciary duty to the organisation, yet behind the scenes, scurrying in the shadows, putting together plans for the demise of the board. How is that not a breach of their fiduciary duty? Why would they not come forward and say there is an obvious conflict with me continuing in this role? I need to step down. It's, it just it boggles belief. It, it is a world with which I am not familiar. So I, I, I asked a couple of big questions because, as you can imagine, Lee, our text line is just lit up from, and we're talking before 6 o'clock this morning. Um, are the Tigers in good shape? Without knowing what's in the review, in your honest opinion, Lee, and I've had, I, I first met you way before there was any partnership, yeah. SEN didn't exist and all the rest, and I said, this guy, he could run the NRL. Are the Tigers in good shape? Can you say today, if, if you were back on deck today, the Tigers are in good shape in all the terms of structure, finances, pathways, those areas? Uh, look, I, I think we are in the best shape that we have been in four years. There are challenges. There are challenges. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, for example, and I'll, I'll be blatantly obvious, the divisions that exist between Balmain and the West Magpies, they continue to this day. There are issues there all the time. There are challenges there that have to be overcome. We have two Harold Matz teams. We have two SG Ball teams. Our uh, reserve grade team plays as the West Magpies, not as the West Tigers. So there are challenges that continue. But having said that, They've largely been overcome. Our Pathways program is as strong as it's ever been. We invest more in Pathways than any other club by, by millions. Uh, and the young ones that are coming through are, are incredibly exciting. The coaching structure, I think, is as settled as it has been uh, for the last four years. And I think the roster is the best roster that I've seen. I was down there yesterday again, yesterday morning, watching the boys train. And there is a certain excitement that permeates throughout that group. So I think, yes, the answer is yes. Now, as to Justin, and of course, there's been a lot of written and said about Justin. His role as the CEO, I think, I think it has to be judged on, on two bases. One, uh, the financial viability of the organisation and the centre of excellence, which is just an outstanding outcome for the, uh, for the club. And we've also secured another $41 million for a centre of excellence at the northern end of Campbelltown Stadium. This is largely through his efforts. There have been lengthy discussions, even as recently as last week and the week before, about a new permanent stadium for the West Tigers, which has been largely through efforts of Justin as well. I mean, I, I, I partake and whatnot, but I, I tip my hat to him the way that he's driven that conversation. 
So, so the club is, I think, in the best place that it has been in the last four years. And I think a lot of people misunderstand the, the correlation between what happens at board level and what happens on the field. Now, I, I'm certain that Benji, Benji will turn things around for this club, maybe in a year or two or whatever the case might be, but he's instilled certain standards and benchmarking now which will bear fruit. Um, and I think, as I say, Justin, to a large extent, should get a lot of the credit. Uh, I've seen the way the, the staff have responded to him, the players, uh, particularly yesterday and yesterday afternoon after the news broke. So I think he, he's been very unfairly treated. But look, having said that, he's a big boy. He understands that this is a results-driven business. Uh, he's taken it on the chin and we move forwards. Uh, Lee, given that you're the principal of Brydon's and the way this is all unfolded, do you intend to honour the sponsorship deal for 2024? Yeah, interesting to use the word honour in these discussions, but the answer is yes. Uh, I have one year left on my contract. I will honour that. But having said that, I know that they were on the phone yesterday to alternate sponsors ascertaining their preparedness to come on if I withdraw. Why not ring me directly and ask me? Why go through the back door? Why go, why go scurrying around in the shadows? Uh, as I say, I just could not be more disappointed with the, the misconduct and the, and the deceit. You're a big boy, of course. You're you're a very successful businessman, and and you know life will go on. And as you said, you slept okay last night, and you you're back at work this morning. By the way, um, one of our listeners texted in. I take my fedora off to leave for fronting up. Go the dogs, he says. Though he's a Bulldogs fan, that's the way it is. Lee, I I, I say this. See, I think Shane Richardson's a, a really good rugby league man. He's he's, yep. he's got six months. What what happens? Like. If you got a, if you thought what what happens at the end of six months? What if what if he then walks away? I mean, is there a plan? Well, you don't know what was in the report. So first of all, you don't know. Is there a hundred? Is there ten things? Is there twenty things? Is there thirty things that need addressing? I mean, how's this all going to un- How's this all going to play out from here? Do you think? No, look, your guess is as good as mine. As I understand it, the report makes forty six or forty seven recommendations. And don't forget, this is simply a report which expresses the opinions of two gentlemen. Uh, Crawford and Barney. I don't know why it's being received as gospel. Why, why that their opinion has to be actually followed and obeyed without without challenge. Why was it not presented to us and given us the opportunity to consider it um, logically and reasonably? Why has it simply just been adopted in full and they're just executed upon it? As to where it pl- uh, plays out, I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. I received a phone call yesterday morning from a player manager asking whether the reports on Shane Richardson that were in the Telegraph were true, and I assured him that they weren't. There was no truth to it whatsoever, and he breathed a sigh of relief. Well, of course, unbeknownst to me, there had been discussions with Richardson and others going on, obviously, for some time. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know, Andrew. I don't know where it's going to play out or, or what their plan is. Is it, is it an interim book, six months, 12 months, or what the, what the case is? I can't say one word about Shane Richardson. I don't know the man. Uh, people speak very highly of him and, and, and credit to him. Barry O'Farrell, I know a little bit um, uh, from his previous dealings with the West Tigers, but I wish them well and I wish the club well. You know, I have no ill feeling towards the club. The club, let me just say, the club is staffed by wonderful, wonderful people within the organisation uh, and, and the football department as well. I mean, the, the texts that I received last night, even from the players, it was, it was just humbling and overwhelming. Uh, so, it, you know, it's a wonderful organisation. Unfortunately, uh, largely managed by a dysfunctional board uh, from within and without. Will you remain a West Tigers fan? Oh, always, always. Always bleed black, white and gold, yeah. So 
Uh, ab- absolutely. That's where my heart is. I'll attend the games next year. I'll support the club. Uh, I'll just go back to my normal life as a spectator and a supporter. Lee, I'll ask you a question that it might take a while to answer. Biggest success, biggest failing in your time as chairman. Do you care to answer that? No, no, I'm happy to. Uh, biggest success, I think, was the Pathways program, uh, which is starting to bear fruit now. As I say, I went down and saw the boys train yesterday. There are a number of 18-year-olds. I think someone said yesterday, there's, there's a, I can't remember the number exactly, but it's a very big number of our top 30 uh, locally grown juniors, something of which we're very, very proud. We've got some 18-year-olds in that squad now in our top 30 who could be anything. So I think I think that's that's uh, and, and as I say the spread of the game uh, by by the West Tigers in in our geographical footprint here in the southwest and the work that we've done behind the scenes in establishing the centre of excellence at Concord and now the, the, the new one at, at uh, Campbelltown. So I think that's that's been um, a success for us, major success. I think in terms of a disappointment or a failing, I think there were some perhaps at the coaching level. Uh, in hindsight, I think there were some mistakes made. Like for example. Um, in the last year of Michael Maguire's contract, it, it was extended. Uh, I think that was in, on reflection and error. Perhaps we should have just sat back and waited to see how the year panned out. Uh, but uh, but that, that's, coaching is very challenging, appointing of coaches, extraordinarily challenging. And uh, as I say, I've got no concerns or regrets about the uh, the Tim Sheen's appointment. I think at the time, I think it was taken on board as a, as a transition piece, and that's what it was meant to be. Um, uh, Benji was uh, always floating around in the background and it just was elevated much quicker than what we had expected. But having said that and having witnessed him now in that role, uh, I, yeah, I've no regrets about uh, appointing Benji as the head coach. So yeah, look, you know, looking back on reflection, there are things that we may have been able to have done uh, better. Uh, we all take responsibility for that. And uh, uh, as I say, there have been some successes that we have rejoiced in. A story um, that's been developing over the last week or so, Lee, around David Nofaluma and um, tardiness with training, not meeting standards. Um, I've, I've read that you're quite close with David. Um, do you know what's what's going on there? Yeah, absolutely. My uh, my friendship with David goes well beyond my chairmanship or any playing contract. When my daughter was in hospital with leukemia in 2014, David came and visited her a number of times and became very, very good friends with my children. That remains the case to this day. I took him out for his 30th birthday only last week. Uh, no, he's, he's, he's found himself in a very challenging and difficult place. There's no doubt. I, I think the boy's lost at the moment. I think he has all the talent and ability in the world. I think he just needs to focus. Uh, at the moment, uh, he's not towing the line. At the moment, he has uh, proven somewhat difficult uh, to manage expectations. There has been some miscommunication, but Benji is instilling, as I say, a benchmarking um, and a standard that he wants to enforce, and David's just got to come on board. There's no two ways about it. But he's got it, he's got it in him to do it. I know the kid. Uh, he's definitely got it in him. He's, got, he's still got the ability. He's only just turned 30 years of age. He's got two years left on his contract with the West Tigers, and there's no reason why David can't turn it around, and I'll be doing whatever I can to encourage him in that regard. Uh, Chock of Calderwood on the text. Lee Hedgepin, tell us, tell us how you really feel. At least he's been up front his entire stint as chairman. I've enjoyed his insight on SEN and appreciate his honesty, uh, Jock Goldwyn. These aren't Tigers fans necessarily. Um, mm. Other people want to know is Adam Fanua Blake going to the Tigers, Jerome Luai. Well, that's really not your domain now, is it, uh, Lee? You move on. Others saying it doesn't sound like Lee's moving on. Um, Lee, what's the next few days like? Do you, do you, will you switch your phone off? Do you want to keep talking about it? You've been great to come on air this morning, but would you rather... 
Okay, what's done is done, you know, and you've done interviews today. You can read in the paper as well that it is just just move on as as brutal as it is. No, I, I agree with you, Andrew, 100%. As I say, I spoke to Chamis and Brett Reid last night. I like those boys. I've had a very good relationship with the press for quite some time. It's been a very different relationship to many others because when I speak to the press, I go on the record as opposed to others who just who don't. But uh, And I've spoken to you this morning out of respect for the relationship that I have with SEN, but you're right. This closes the chapter on it. Uh, I will ignore the thousands of texts and phone calls I've received from other media agencies asking me to appear and or to speak with them. Uh, we move on. I get back today and I've got a full day of appointments and uh, conferences and reviews with staff, so I will throw myself into that. But um, as I say, I've uh, said what I needed to say. I've, I've put it on the record and we move on. You've got your detractors, I'll tell you that. There's, there's those, of course, and, and that's going to be the way. You can't, uh, you can't be loved by everyone. You've got your supporters, knackers of Tempworth on the text. Lee, quality person, got to know him on your program. I'd have him at my Sharks any day. Tigers need to be based in southwest Sydney. Merry Christmas, says Knackers of Tamworth. Text coming in um, by the second here, Lee. Well, that's that's an interesting end of the year. So, Bryden's lawyers, Tigers will be on deck next year. Lee, you're locked in with SEN. Um, we've done a review. We've uh, we've come back with. Uh, we love having you on the program. So there you go. It's Charlie who's <laughs> under most pressure here, let me tell you. He's oh, <laughs> the review. You should see some of the points that have been made about the program. Uh, the review about Charlie, the independent review. I mean, fair income. Do you need a do you need a like an intern there at Brighton's Lawyers? Somebody could just <laughs> No, no, but, but I do hope that Charlie gets I do hope Charlie gets the opportunity to actually look at the review and see it and respond to it, <laughs> rather than just being hung out to dry well, on the basis well, of a review that he never seen. Yeah, well, they're all up for grabs. You see, you see Jay the bookman with his jokes. It's it's under review. Um, the the panel mm. operating of Dan, James the tech who just turns things off and on. Um, it's all up for review. Um, but. When we present our review, we have it over a few beers, and uh, it's a very different environment to the world of rugby league, which just keeps on delivering, Lee. Um, all the very okay. best, Lee. Um, been an extraordinary you, 24 hours, and we really do appreciate you coming on the show. No, no, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Enjoy your day. Here we go. Leah Dupin, tell us, James, what about rugby league? Seriously, like, what about rugby league? That it yeah. just delivers stories and what's happening there and the way things are conducted and that was it's, uh, it's, that was that was incredible. pretty explosive interview, Vossi. We'll we'll get Dan and Charlie to to clip that up. Um, if anyone missed any part of that interview, we'll get it out on the socials. Um, that was interesting, very very interesting. So does complete change at that level? Is it the catalyst to success? I suppose that's the question that you, that you have to answer today. Tigers fans with hope, some rejoicing, others saying basket case, all the rest. Continue to have your say right here. Uh, we're on air through until 9 o'clock and then Julian King 9 to 12 here on SEN. It's a big story. The open line number 1300 01 The text is 0457 <laughs> Catching our breath. Yeah. Uh, James. Get on the podcast. I'm thinking I might dial in now, listen back. I need to listen back to all that interview. I'm going to listen back as well. I knew it was about to get spicy when uh, the one remaining chair member came up. Um, That was was good, Vossi. Insightful, Mm. interesting. Uh, And, of course, we are here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers 
We're going to get that out in the, the podcast, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, yep. you name it, SEN League, 1170 SEN. Uh, a great listen. We've got Liz Ellis uh, coming out on the netball dramas yesterday. A couple of texts as we go to the news, though. Uh, KW2, Morning Vossi and James. Usually I dread having the Tigers dragged back into the news again and again, but if these changes can stop the destabilising leaks to certain journalists, then I'm all for it. This is probably the closest thing to a reset you can get without selling the club to new owners. Thank you for the text, KW2. And this one, we've got a lot of Parramatta fans having their say. Mm. The Dirty Eel says, Morning Vossile, after listening to Lee, it's pretty clear the cancer is the two merging clubs and not the chair. From what we hear, they keep backstabbing each other and Lee is left to try and clean it up for the media. He would thrive at any other club. That's an observation from the Dirty Eel. Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile on the home of sport and the home of the Tigers drama this morning here on SEN. Thanks, Vanessa. We're here for Bing Lee, better living every day. Breakfast also powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Boy, oh boy, the text line. Uh, seriously, how are we going to get through it all? Um, today is the day of the Tigers, and to anyone else who wanted to... For Kerry O'Keefe, you better find another station today because there ain't, you know, while the cricket's big, and tomorrow SEN will have coverage day one of the test, Australia and Pakistan. We've got Big Bash tonight, Melbourne Stars and Perth Scorchers. Kerry, apologies. But this is a big story, and people are just reacting to it, and there are that many texts there. Um, but the Tigers' fallout yesterday wasn't the only um, administrative reshuffle and, and big day for netball, because Kelly Ryan, the CEO of Netball Australia, um, resigned, steps down. But here's the, here's the coincidence. We had actually teed up to have the legend Liz Ellis on the program innocently, because we're going to talk to Liz about She's part of the hosting of Gladiator, or Gladiators, um, which is coming back to TV. So we find ourselves having to talk about Gladiators, but now we've got this huge story land on our lap within 24 hours of us teeing up Liz to come on the program with no intention of getting her on in regards to Kelly Ryan. So she's wearing a couple of hats today, full Gladiators costume, and then official netball <laughs> outfit. Uh, Liz Ellis, welcome to the program. Oh, hello, Vossi. Hello, James. Look, let's be fair. I'm not sitting here in fully clad lycra. I mean, <laughs> as far right. as you're aware. Right. right. As far as we're aware. That's so right. I, well, you should you tell know, us to do the show. You do On the podcast, you only see the top half of our bodies. Let me tell you. Down Plenty below, of lycra. <laughs> Plenty of lycra. <laughs> There's a lot of lycra on this program. <laughs> do we go with a... Do we go... Oh, I want to get, because we've had so much heavy stuff today, as you can appreciate, Liz, out of the world of rugby league, and we've got some heavy stuff to cover with the netball. But can, can I just start on Gladiators? How did this all come about? Is, it, is the Gladiators we're going to see like it was in the previous form with uh, the Hammer and, and those people back in the day? Uh, yeah, very similar to what it was in the previous form. I just want to put it on the record that we don't have an event called Getting Rid of Your Board. There'll be no part of that in Gladiators or getting rid of your CEO. So <laughs> they are gladiatorial contests yes, that you know, belong in another realm. But it's just if you if you're a fan of the show back in the nineties, this this show will seem very familiar, but with a modern twist is probably the best way to put it. So it's been inspired. The whole set design and the costumes for the Gladiators was design has been inspired by the Marvel sort of universe. So when you see the arena for the first time, it looks really epic and uh, you know, like, you know, where the gods live. And then our gladiators come out and they are, in fact, gods uh, masquerading as humans, I think. So 
they are amazing. And yeah, there's there's a little bit of a nod to the past there. So um, Mark McGaw, the you know former rugby league great, and he was hammer as you mentioned mm. in the '90s show. He comes back as the referee, so. He's been out there practicing. Gladiators, are you ready? <laughs> he gives it a really good shot. I think was it Mike Whitney back in the day was the referee. Is that right? It was, was and John Alexander referee. as well. So um, yeah, oh, so wow. uh, Hammer's just continuing on a great tradition, and he's great. You know, he he just walked into the into the Gladiators arena when we started filming, and it was like he'd come home. He had this look on his face that he was so happy, and he dragged out all the nineties. Uh, memorabilia, the bomber jackets and the t-shirts. He even found his old uh, unit, like unitard uniform that he used to wear when he was hammering. We made by Ryan put it on yeah. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is the renaissance of uh, gladiators anything to do? I, I watched a doco on ESPN about gladi- gladiators, and then I think there was another one on on Netflix or one of the streaming services. Has this kind of uh, reinvigorated the interest in, in gladiators? Do you think, Liz? I think it's all part of it. I think um, everything old is new again. And Gladiators really lends itself to a family-friendly summer fun. Just sit down with the family in summer and just have, have a, a, a be entertained. So the thing that I love about it is that it is entertainment. There's, there's funny stuff. There's fun stuff that happens. And a lot of it, when you see it, you'll see that it's tongue-in-cheek. But there's also, at its core, an element of sporting contest, which, of course, Bo and I just loved. Because we've got contenders who turn up to take on these gladiators and they're terrific athletes themselves. And for them, being on gladiators, it's not just providing entertainment. For some of them, it was really like their World Cup. They got there and they were so focused and they were, um, they were playing or they were taking on people in the game who they were fans of often. You know, there's, We've got gladiators who have played rugby league, have played hockey for Australia, who represented New Zealand in gymnastics. So... They're terrific athletes and the contenders turn up and, you know, are a little bit awestruck by them. But for them, they get to sort of pit themselves against them. So, you know, I think it's just terrific timing that those those documentaries have come out to sort of coincide with this. And before we started filming, I actually went back, James, and watched that Muscle and Mayhem documentary on Netflix. And it yeah. made me just realise that it's not just an entertainment show. This was massive in the 80s and 90s. And I'm, I actually do feel really privileged to be a part of it. Hopefully a little bit less uh, cocaine and steroids on this iteration than the uh, the doco that I watched, Liz. Um, wow. <laughs> if there was, no one gave any. <laughs> uh, we've got to get to, to netball, Liz, because uh, this was very fortunate that we've got you on today. Uh, so CEO of Netball Australia, Kelly Ryan, has resigned effectively, effective immediately. Uh, did you see this coming? And you know, netballs has been in the headlines for so long now around the pay dispute. There was a Gina Reinhardt story. Uh, it's a very tumultuous time for netball. It is. And, you know, it's unusual because for so many years, netball really was the poster child for, for good governance. And in the last couple of years, we've seen the sport hit the headlines for all the wrong reasons. You know, the, the grand final being sold to different cities without co- proper consultation with teams and players. Rules being changed um, unilaterally, and then you know, as you mentioned, the Hancock funeral last year, and really, the thing, I, the straw that broke the camel's back for Kelly was the pay dispute, and to not pay your players for nine weeks, to issue them with a legal ultimatum to to, to turn up to an awards night, um, you know, to threaten them and their advisors with legal action if they didn't turn up, was really the last straw. And I think when the public saw how just how bereft the players are at the way their sport 
was being run and being handled. I think Kelly really had no choice. So I hope that that's the end of the headlines. I think there's probably still people within the sport who could do with some reflecting. I think, um, you know, it wasn't just Kelly. There is the board that provided leadership as well. And I'd love to know from them or hear from them, you know, what their plans are for the future, how they see the sport doing a, a really a full reset. The CEO is just one part of the picture, um, but it is the leadership. Would you be part of that, Liz? Can I ask you? Can I press you? Liz, would you put your hand oh, yeah, up or you're not that silly? So, yeah, you would. I, I wouldn't put my hand up for the CEO. Nah. Um, <laughs> I live on a beautiful farm in northern New South Wales. I don't want to work full time. And I get to host <laughs> gladiators, you know? Like, I've got a really yeah, fun true. career that I love. But I'm actually having a conversation, an ongoing conversation with the current chair about, about perhaps joining the Netball Australia board. But I didn't want to join it while, while Kelly Ryan was the CEO because I felt that um, the treatment of the players, I didn't want to join a board that supported the players being treated the way they were. So now that Kelly's okay. gone, I'm happy to sort of keep going um, with those conversations and I'd probably want a bit of guidance as to where the board is thinking and, and, and what it wants to do and what it wants to achieve for the sport. All right. Thank you for coming on, Liz. As I said, totally unplanned, the timing of it, um, but at least you got your invite to come on the program in advance. So we achieve something. It will be... <laughs> oh, this is true. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. I don't feel like an afterthought today, boys. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Liz Ellis, always entertaining. Thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, see, you can catch... Liz Ellis right uh, here. You can catch Gladiators. Yes. It starts in the new year on Channel 10. The netball can't be too far around the corner either. They got that pay deal done just in time to start the season, I believe. Mm. All right, so Gladiators. I reckon you would have gone good on Gladiators, James. Why didn't you put your hand up for that? You've done a bit of the SAS and the Dancing with the Stars, Gladiators. That was our... Uh, the missile. <laughs> Every night in Port Macquarie, we had Gladiators in my house. Big Gladiators yeah. fans. Yeah. Oh, inside the house, in inside the lounge room. Inside the house, yeah. yeah, in the lounge room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Gladiators nice. to your corner, challenges, are you ready? All that sort of jazz. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun until someone loses an eye. That's it. Uh, <laughs> breakfast with Bossy and the Missile on SEN. Wow, what a morning. Uh, we're here for Kubota as well. The Kubota at Braemar. I might just go back there today and just spend a little bit of quality time just perving. <laughs> And all the Kubota range, like a, like a stalker, just standing outside the bars looking in. Uh, yeah, what's he doing again? What's he here again for that bloke <laughs> with the Guran Brothers cap? Uh, the Reptile has sent in a text. He doesn't like Bo Ryan. He's been keeping the stats on Bo Ryan shows. He said, Bo has failed six failed shows in six years. Thank you for the text. He said, Missile, you should have been the host of Gladiators. Any any talk there? You could have been the host. <laughs> Reptile's not a fan of Bo Ryan. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure if I see. Maybe in the future. Never say yeah, never. Okay. All right. Now, fast food fuel. No, fast fuel food meals. <laughs> oh, come on. Help me out yeah, here. Yeah, I'll help you out here. You know fast the segment. Fuel, fast fuel meals, Vossi. They're healthy meals. Yes. They're ready fast. You can That's enjoy it. quality food and it tastes great. I'm going to give you a tip, okay? Yeah. So you're this going is for off. people going on holidays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, from zero. this one's for you. Give so, us something. And, and I want you to report back at the end of holidays with some results for paper. me on this one. Getting a piece of paper. Let me do it. So I'm going to give okay. you three exercises. Mm-hmm. A body weight squat. So just a normal squat, hands out in front, squat down, um, knees to parallel. Uh, a push-up and a sit-up. Each one. Each day, I want you to do those three movements, but just to something that's comfortable. So if day one you do two push-ups and go, I haven't got much left in the tank, that's absolutely fine. If it's five squats, that's fine. 
just to what is comfortable, never pushing beyond your limits, never going to failure. I don't want you to ever fail a push-up, a sit-up, or a squat. I just want you to build that up slowly over the next six to eight weeks while you're away on holidays. And then when you report back at the end of holidays, give us your numbers. How many push-ups did you get up to? How many air squats? How many sit-ups? And at no point should you ever fail a rep or push yourself beyond your limits. Thank you. Fast fuel meals, healthy meals, ready fast. Enjoy quality food that tastes great and saves you time. A tip from two-time world champion James Magnuson for those starting from zero who are contemplating before they make their New Year's resolution. A little bit of a fitness kick. I'm I'm on board. Don't know whether I could even do a push-up with a busted thumb, but I'll see what I can do. Do the one armers. That's what I do. I'll do the one arm and, Off the and fist. my hands. Off the fist. Off the fist. Yeah. Off the fists. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, seven and a half to nine. What have I signed up for? I thought that my days of the 70-day challenge were all over. <laughs> now now look what you've done for my damn holidays. Thank you, James. Much appreciated. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, two to nine. Uh, we're here for Kubota. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Thanks to Brighton's Lawyers. Thanks to Kubota. Thanks for being Lee. All the sponsors that come on board. Um, and thanks to all of you for making another fun year. I will say this, James. Breakfast radio is tough. Like, the hours are tough. But the work isn't because it's always fun. It is fun, Blakes. Even Charlie, the whole team, Brandy. It's good fun. And you've given me a health tip now for the holidays. I'd probably rather stay at work. Well, regardless (laughs) of the health tip, enjoy your break. Well-earned break. That's a massive year. But an even bigger year next year, 2024. Vegas, breakfast, commentating, huge year ahead. Gen 9, we start filming for the fan. That comes around pretty quick. Okay, folks, that's Wednesday done and dusted. You're in the good hands of James and Jimmy tomorrow morning. Breakfast on the home of Sport SEN. A little bit of Blink 102 to take you into your day. Tally-ho.